0: I was actually living in a home about 10 years ago that had quite a bit of mold in it, and I got pretty sick from it. And the doctors, they didn't know what it was. They thought I might have stomach cancer. They want to take the gallbladder out, in and out of the hospital, couldn't keep food down. Finally ended up moving out of the house to move in with my mom so she could help take care of me. I was that sick, and I got better. And come to find out, the home was riddled with black mold. You know, I could have died if I stayed in there much longer. It was really, really bad. And so... I bet I went through four different doctors and not one of them asked about the home environment. They didn't ask anything about the environment. You know, some of them might have asked about food and diet and stuff, but most of them just wanted to start doing surgery and start putting me on prescription drugs.
1: This is episode 129. I am so happy that you're here and thank you for joining my show, your coach, Helen Yuskovic. I am on a worldwide mission to help people get confident in putting themselves first because I used to put myself second my whole life and because of that I experienced every unhealthy relationship possible. An unhealthy relationship with myself, my health, my wealth, my intimate relationships, my family, my friends and my career. Welcome to the first part of our show today with Ryan from Test My Home. Our conversation was so amazing that it went for (laughs) longer than expected, so we've split it into two parts, and today is going to be the first part of the show. I hope you enjoy. Buckle up. Get ready. Here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody, wherever you are in the world. I'm so excited for today I have a very special guest here today from Test My Home and his name is Ryan. And Ryan, I just want to throw this over to you because my audience might have not heard about you yet. Can you just share with us quickly or slowly, it doesn't really matter, a little (laughs) bit about yourself, a brief history of how you ended up in the space that you're in and what is it that you're actually doing?
0: Sure. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate this. This is awesome. You know, I've been doing environmental toxicology for about 25 plus years. My background is in uh, electrical engineering. I'm also a building biologist. We've, you know, I've worked in a lot of government type jobs, department of environmental quality, department of energy. Uh, I've done mold remediation and I just noticed there's not a lot of protection for the everyday person out there and our world can be very toxic and at some times, at some places. And so it's really important to really understand what's going on in our home environment. You know, we think about the environment and we think about oceans and trees and rivers, but a lot of times we don't think about the environment that's right in front of our face the majority of the time. And that's right inside of our home. And seeing that there's not really anybody out there doing this, you know, we created this company, just took all of my knowledge that I've had over the last 20 years and started to focus in on the environment that we spend almost 90% of our lives on and that's inside the home. So that's kind of why, you know, and also my own health too. I, I was actually living in a home about 10 years ago that had quite a bit of mold in it. Uh, and I got pretty sick from it. And the doctors, they didn't know what it was. They thought I might have stomach cancer. They wanted to take the gallbladder out, in and out of the hospital, couldn't keep food down. Finally ended up moving out of the house to move in with my mom so she could help take care of me. I was that sick. And I got better. And come to find out, the home was riddled with black mold. You know, I could have died if I stayed in there much longer. It was really, really bad. And so None of these, I bet I went through four different doctors and not one of them asked about the home environment. Not, they didn't ask mm. anything about the environment. You know, some of them might've asked about food and diet and stuff, but most of them just want to start doing surgery and start putting me on prescription drugs. And so kind of lost a little faith in, you know, traditional type medicine. And it kind of started my down a path of looking at root cause of what's causing a lot of these issues. And, and surprisingly, a lot of this stuff does stem from our environment. So that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of how I got where I'm at now.
1: Wow. I I house sit sometimes, my brother's house, and in the back there's like no sun in that part of the house and I look in the laundry and there's like mold, mold, <laughs> mold. And the minute I go to his house, I open up all the doors, I open up all the windows and I'm like, I oh. I hate staying in this section of the house, so I try to go to the other side. But people, some people, Ryan, don't take mold seriously. Why is that?
0: I think it's just because it's not mainstream knowledge. It's not something that we learn about in school. It's not something that we hear about on TV, and it's not a lot. At times it's not on social media, so we don't really see this information. We just don't know. You know, I didn't know, I knew, I knew there was mold and I kind of guess in the back of my mind mold is kind of bad, but it's not the one thing you think about when you start not feeling well, you know, it's just not on the top of people's minds.
1: Yeah. And you have this amazing website, which I'll link to in the show notes, guys, you should go check it out because you have a really amazing list of things that can happen due to exposure and I was just fascinated by it today and I'd love to share that with everybody. Now we've got so much to talk about. You do so many things and you test for so many things with your amazing business. I'd love to talk firstly about 5G and EMF (laughs) radiation. Let's just start with, I mean, I think most people now have heard of 5G and EMF, but for those people that may not know much about it, can you just talk a little bit about what they are and what are they doing and how does it actually harm us?
0: Yeah. You know, EMF, it's a fun one. I like EMF (laughs) and, you know, and that's my background is electrical engineering. So I got into this and early on, I felt better in environments that didn't have a lot of emf i myself am sensitive there are people a lot more sensitive than me but i'm pretty sensitive to emf and i found this out maybe 15 years ago and back then people thought i was crazy that there's no such thing that can can't harm you yeah. the world health organization classifies emf as a class b carcinogen in the same category as lead wow. there's two different groups of people that study the emf and one group says yes for sure it does harm you The other group says it's inconclusive. And so we have a lot of gray area in the middle that people can Mm. argue and talk about. But it absolutely has an effect on our biological nature of our body. The magnetic fields interact with the iron <clears throat> that's in our blood. We get a lot of uh, voltages ah. and currents that travel through the body when we're in these artificial fields. The radio frequency that's traveling through the air that our cell phone is talking to, Wi-Fi, and the 5G that you mentioned can interfere with our brain So when we talk about 5G, we're talking about the latest and greatest cell phone communication so cell phones originally started with 1g then 2g with text and 3g with data and 4g faster data now 5g much more data the frequency levels around 5g have also changed a little bit higher because they ran out of bandwidth it's kind of like on the freeway there's only so much room for the vehicles for the data to travel and 5g made it so that we have more lanes their higher frequency rate and so they can be more harmful, that can be more concentrated, but really that's the dangerous part about 5G is that it's a lot more concentrated now. Now we're seeing towers popping up on every single corner in your neighborhood, where before it was just the cell towers every couple miles, now we're seeing them every couple hundred yards. So it's a lot more densely populated with the 5G towers, and that's what makes it more dangerous.
1: So what do we do, Ryan? <laughs> what do we do? We're going to fry.
0: Yeah. You know, there's, there's, so when it comes to EMF exposure, there's three things that we have to worry about. We have the proximity to the source. We have the strength of the source and we have the duration, how long we're in the source. And so let's, let's use our cell phone. For example, our cell phone is pretty powerful because it has to talk back to the tower. At about the same level that the tower talks back to the cell phone and that can vary depending on how far away we are from the tower and it does that to save battery power so if we're, if you're out in the boonies and it's uh, only one bar your cell phone is at max power to try to communicate back to the tower mm-hmm. versus if you're maybe a quarter mile away and you have full bars it doesn't have to work that hard but that's where <clears throat> the distance comes in the proximity comes into the tower <clears throat> and then also the uh, signal strength. so most of these devices they have a a speed limit or a signal strength that they can't go over. And it's typically 2.5 microwat, million microwatts to 10 million microwatts. And a lot of these devices that we have in our house, like the Bluetooth mm-hmm. uh, cameras and the Wi-Fi, the cell tower, even the 5G, they have to stay within these levels. And they're all pretty maxed out because they want to be able to transmit as far as possible. So You know, keeping our distance from a lot of these devices as much as we can is going to help with overall exposure. And then the the time that we're in these fields also makes a big difference. So if we can eliminate how much time we're using these phones, lower the phone usage, Mm -hmm. uh, use a landline as much as possible, and also... Try to hardwire our devices so that it doesn't have to transmit Got it. those are all different ways you can do it
1: and simple sort of things what about vehicles uh back in the day <laughs> there was no bluetooth in cars and all sorts of vehicles and nowadays Everything has Bluetooth.
0: Yes, that is correct. The overall wireless technology has grown exponentially and it still continues to grow exponentially. And that's what's going to be interesting to see here in the future because we have two groups of people. We have this health conscious, health minded people that see the dangers and they want to protect themselves. And this group is getting more knowledgeable and growing. But on the other side of the fence, we have the technology industry. And they're pushing to make everything wireless, Internet of Things, satellite connection, everything wireless. And these two groups are getting stronger and bigger. And so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out.
1: So interesting. Let's um, get on another podcast next year and see where we're at in the world. (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Ryan, it's time for your first curveball. Are you ready to play?
0: Sure, let's do it.
1: Ryan. what is something interesting about you or something that... Most people don't know.
0: Um, I've survived a plane crash. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices I had a plane crash and I walked away from it.
1: When was that?
0: <laughs> oh, what when was that? That was about I'd say about eight years ago.
1: Wow. Can you just explain that a little bit? That that's intense. Are you okay? Like now? <laughs> yeah,
0: we were just flying around. Um and the engine quit on us all of a sudden. And we uh had to pick a field to land in, landed in the field, but we flipped over. Rolled a couple times and uh, we were conscious. We were able to get out of the plane and walk away. A very lucky day. Well, I'm lucky that we crashed, but lucky that I lived through it.
1: Yeah. What was going on in your mind as you were going down?
0: Well, I thought for sure we were probably going to die. But just, you know... Trying to be positive. <laughs> yeah,
1: Ryan, that that's crazy. I am glad you're alive. You're doing such amazing things in the world. Um, let's get back into this episode. Wow, that was crazy. You survived <laughs> a life or death situation. So you've got a guardian angel, sir.
0: I think so, yes.
1: Let's talk about air quality indoors like you said, there's these two groups of people. Some people don't think about air quality and some people do think about air quality. Why is it important? Why is this indoor air quality that we surround ourselves with every day, even at schools, why is it important and how does it become unhealthy? What do we have to look out for?
0: Yeah, the problem is, is the, a lot of times we can't see the particles that are in the air. Sometimes things are bad enough, we can smell it, but it's these invisible things that we can't see. And and w- like with water, for example, if you poured a glass of water and it was dirty and brown, you wouldn't drink it. Right. But mm. we all we breathe in dirty air a lot of times and we don't think twice about it. Uh, a lot of the pollution can either come from outside or it can come from the things that we bring into our home, you know, it's the two types of pollution. So outside, and it depends on where you live on this planet, you can live in a very, very toxic place downwind from a factory or an inner city, places where there's a lot of pollution outside. And if you think about the air that is inside our home, it's got to come from somewhere. Where does it come? It comes from outside, you know, so people think, oh, it's different air versus inside versus outside. Well, the inside air is made up of outside air, so we're starting with whatever we have in our environment in the first place, which, like I said, depending on where you're at could be pretty bad. Then we bring it into our home, and then we add to it. Our our modern homes are like little boxes. They're pretty airtight, and anything that we have inside the home tends to off-gas and get into the air. So when we look at the makeup of what's in the air or what's in the dust, which came from the air, we typically see dead skin cells. We say insect parts, insect feces, insect fragments, dust mites. We see mold, pollen, bacteria, endotoxins, mycotoxins. Uh, We see the off-gassing from the chemicals from the house. Sometimes we see gas leaks. Sometimes we have radon, which can be lung lung cancer. So there's a whole range of different chemicals and particles and things in the air that are invisible that we can't see that can be very dangerous to our health.
1: (laughs) We all need in our home. This is blowing my mind, guys. So what are some things that we can do for our homes? Because I'm sure that most people, you know, they don't know what's going on in their home. But what are some ways, schools or homes that we can protect mm-hmm. ourselves?
0: Yeah, you know, the first thing I always tell people is let's find the source and eliminate it. And that's where we come in. But you mentioned a really big one when you go to your brother's house and it's got the mold over there, open the windows. Let's get the fresh air in. So because typically the indoor air is usually four to five times more polluted than outdoor air, just in general, because we're adding to whatever is in the outdoor air. So the, what we can always help freshen up the air by opening up the windows and doors and getting that fresh air. And the only time I say not do that is if you are downwind of a factory or it's fire season, it's really smoky outside or pollution. But typically getting fresh air in your home, opening up your doors and windows several times a day and just flushing that bad air out and bringing in the fresh air in that's a big one another big one is air filtration and you can tell if you need filtration by if your home is dusty if you if you if your home gets dusty easy that means you have a lot of particles in your air that are falling out and collecting in the dust so you can use your hvac system filter if you have an air conditioner unit, they have filters in it. You can replace them with higher quality ones and run the filter on on instead of the auto cycle so that it's continually cycling the air through the filter, catching particles. You can use some standalone units. Uh, I like a, a unit called Jasper J-S-P-R. And actually, we've worked out a really good deal with them where they give my clients wholesale pricing because we we sell so many of those, we get $1,000 off for the the client. And the code is TMHVIP. And you can take advantage of that offer as well. It's a commercial grade unit that's for doctors and dentist's office. So air filtration, fresh air, eliminating the source. Those are really the three big things when it comes to air quality.
1: Mm. I'll put that link in the show notes. I'll grab it off you for that Jasper. Sounds really cool. Hey, Ryan, I just came back from a road trip over the holidays and it's summer here in Australia, so it's a great time to road trip. And we went from New South Wales all the way to the top of Australia to Cairns. And there were so many times that we didn't have any reception. And there were so many times we were just in places with no lines, no electrical lines at all. And I was like, oh, I love this so much. We got to sleep in the back of the van and it was just so good not to have anything.
0: That's amazing. So could you tell a difference when you're in that environment where it's completely natural?
1: My cells, my soul, I can just feel the difference. I can just feel Mm. the difference within myself. I don't know if it's a learned thing. I don't know if it's about being aware or in tune with yourself, but I can definitely 100% feel the difference. I feel like I can breathe better. Yeah, I feel a whole bunch of things.
0: Yeah, I've found that people that are into nature that like camp uh, camping and hiking, they're naturally more sensitive to these environmental issues and that's why they like being outside. Since they were young, their bodies have just told them that they feel so much better. Our bodies are meant to be in nature. That's where we come from. And we have this synthetic world that's around us now. A lot of the things around in our home are synthetic, The, the chemicals, even the lighting above us, it's not the direct sunlight anymore, and the air, and the water, and the EMF. And when we get in these natural states, our bodies love it. I mean, how many people, you say, don't feel good when they go for a hike in the mountains. They don't mm-hmm. feel good when they go to the beach. You never hear that. It's because our bodies like being in those environments.
1: 100%. 100%. Let's shift our conversation to talk about water. So I have, oh, it's not with me, but I have this bottle and it's from a company called Hydrogen Health. And what you do is you can filter the water. Right and I took it with me on my road trip because I was like I don't know where I'm going to get water from sometimes <laughs> so I want to have something to help clean it. And then there was some people, you know, on my Instagram writing why do you do that? What's wrong with drinking our water? And so there's a lot of people still that don't understand what's in our water, even our bottled water and tap water. So can you just talk to that a little bit with what you know about this?
0: Yes, water is extremely important. And I'm not sure exactly Australia how it is, but I know in America up here, majority of the water is pretty contaminated. We have microplastics in a lot of the water. We also have Forever Chemicals. They're the PFOAs. We have a lot of the um, pharmaceuticals that stay in the water as well, especially if you're in an area in a city that has reclaimed water. I absolutely would not drink that without running it through a pretty good filtration system. And even the water that comes directly out of the ground, a lot of times it can have arsenic, it can have lead, it can have radon, it can have you know, a whole range of heavy metals and contaminants that get into our body. And once they get into our body, they're really hard to get out. You know, lead and mercury goes to the brain, mm. very, very difficult to remove. Very important to drink filtered water. Give our body the pure water it needs and filter out these contaminants.
1: That's exactly what I was just about to say. So how does water quality affect us if we drink unclean water for a very long time?
0: Yes, the you know, the buildup of the chemicals, buildup of the heavy metals, but also a lot of, like I said, the pharmaceuticals, that's starting to be a big one because they can't necessarily filter those out. When you get water that's reclaimed water, they're not distilling that water. It's not pure water. They're just making it just enough that it slides by the EPA regulations. And the unfortunate thing is a lot of the times they're not testing for this stuff. So they don't even know the levels. They're testing for the main stuff, the big heavy hitters, the E. coli, you know, the important stuff. But there's over 80,000 different chemicals out there. They're not testing for every single one of those. I guarantee it. They're just not. It would be too expensive. And so they have really no way of knowing what's in the water.
1: Yeah. And that's why I wanted to get you on the show. I think that we need more of you, Ryan. We need more of you in the world. So keep doing what you're doing. Um, And thank you so much for how you're serving everybody. But Ryan, it's time for your second curveball. Are you ready to play? All
0: right. Yes.
1: So Ryan, I am a mindset coach, as I mentioned before. And I love to hear about how people can shift from a negative state to a positive state. So what is a way that you shift yourself from a negative state to a to a positive state?
0: Um, music. I use music. And in particular, there's a, a song that I have called <clears throat> Mr. Berg, Berg's by Mount Wolf. <laughs> it's some really good frequencies, some really good energies, some good talking. That song sets me right every single time. But I actually have a little playlist that I use that I'll put it on. And it doesn't take more than four or five songs getting through the list, so I'm, I'm doing okay again.
1: I love that. I have a playlist <laughs> on my Spotify, and it's called Get Happy. Oh, good, And so Perfect. Yeah, whenever I'm in that sort of a thing, especially if I'm in the car, I just put Get Happy on, and we had that blasting all the way up in our road trip, whenever I was driving, because our rule is that the driver sets the music for our road trips. But yes, reggae music is my favorite.
0: Well, I wrote that down. I'm going to check it out. Is it public on your Spotify?
1: Yeah, I'll I'll give you the link after
0: this. Perfect. And mine is called Here and Now, like here. Here and Now. Here and Now to, keeps me present, you know, makes me think of the moment. Uh, usually when I'm not Feeling positive, it's because I'm dwelling on something from the past or I'm worried about something in the future. If I can stop those, and just be more present, be aware and be happy for what I have, then it, it usually makes it go away.
1: Music's great. You can get straight into your body, especially if you move or sing or dance with it. I have music has been a big part of my life. I don't know if you know, I used to be a DJ here in Australia. In mm. my 20s, I used to play the piano and the clarinet and do voice and and record songs. So I love that you mentioned music. What's your favorite type?
0: I would say electronic music, but not like the techno, not the, you know, the (laughs) I like that stuff too, but more like the melodic, like, um, chancy type with good words, sometimes no words, just a good beat to it. I can listen to that stuff all day in the background.
1: One of my yoga students, he gave me a trance song for a yoga class. And I said, I can't play trance. And he said, Helen, just listen to it. And oh my gosh, it was so melodic and so beautiful. It's like eight minutes long. And I use it all the time now in my yoga classes. Yes. Amazing. Well, that's it for the show today, but we'll be back next week with part two of the show. You won't want to miss it. This stuff just blows my mind and I hope it's inspiring you as well to become a little bit more less toxic in the home and in your environment. See you next week. Thank you, Times Infinity, for spending time with me. It really means a lot. Putting yourself first will really help escalate your goals your dreams and i love being on the journey with you so make sure you come and tell me on my instagram at whole health which is h-o-l